Did all did your therapist bully you? Yeah. No, they were nice, but that's good. They were like, "That's very brave of you," and I ah! wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can start. All right, ready? Yeah. A bell. Refill, Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Oh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is why. To drink. Just a sip might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is, too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir... All right. Uh, welcome to Tipsy Terror the Morning After. Today we are doing uh, what movie do we do? Theater of Blood. Theater of Blood. And our dear friend Matt Loxley is here again. Theater of Blood. Or as Harish called it, Throne, Throne of, of Blood. Blood on Twitter. <laughs> it's also a very good movie. Did you really on Twitter? Yeah. yeah. Oh. And Matt called it out. Neither one of us noticed that he did that. I think because yeah. I was Molly and I were the only people who were 100% engaged with the movie, but Molly. W- was uh, was engaged but also didn't under didn't know didn't not notice anything that happened but loved it um yeah i'll speak on that i was not 100 percent engaged i just <laughs> wanted to participate <laughs> in the conversation <laughs> i have a hard time watching things i don't know same i have to be like sat in a room like full focus drinking on top yeah. of that <laughs> doesn't help it's like it's the same issue I had with The Exorcist, but like not really. But it's not the same issue. I don't know. Fuck. That was a wonderful night too. That was a bad. Oh. I got a really good Exorcist T-shirt from Studio House Design. It's like a long sleeve with like upside down crosses on the sleeves. Ooh. Oh, and it's purple. Ooh, Ooh. I like that. I want to see that. So, anyways, <laughs> um, so do we still feel the same way? I don't know. This is the best movie ever made. It's yeah. fucking good. I yeah. What did I write? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I I like it a lot now. Um, th- I still feel the same way of I don't know enough about Shakespeare to get full enjoyment out of it. I still really appreciated it, but it made me think like, damn, I really need to like read some Shakespeare. Yeah, I, I still really liked it. I thought it was a very interesting idea for a plot and all the deaths were pretty creative. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I still really like it. I liked how heebie-jeebie spooky it was. Like, it wasn't scary or horrifying, but it was very lowercase <laughs> horror. Like, right. It, I would love to have it playing, like, in the background of a Halloween party on right. a wall or something. Oh. It just, it was so fun. Um, and it's the kind of movie that you could probably show to your kid or, like, a small child, and it would terrify them. Right. Uh, but then only a couple years later, they would love it. And I'm imagining like this future where I, I show it to <laughs> my my child and it's a big bonding point between us. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. My kid's going to love it. And then when I die, they're going to show it. To, it's just going to we're going to yeah. be the only family that buys this <laughs> DVD. And then your children will grow up to talk like Vincent Price. I do. You know, OK, uh, since the last since the, actually, Molly, say your thing. And then I'll I looked up something related to this. I don't have anything to say. No, just keep it going. What? Go ahead, Matt. <laughs> oh, so basically, we talked about Vincent Price's laugh being the most recognizable thing. Yeah. Um, from the Thriller soundtrack, whatever. He apparently, in an interview, like I don't remember, eighties or nineties, said the way to do the laugh that he does it. 
and it said you take like three, two or three deep breaths. And on the last one, you let out as much air as you can. And then you laugh for as long as you can. And they just recorded bits of that. <laughs> try it. Oh, let's try it. Try it. So wait, you. One. Two. And, this, and then this next one, let out, push as much air out of your chest as you can. And then just laugh. <laughs> so you you push the air out and then laugh. <laughs> I think I think you push air out and okay. then laugh. I don't think it, the laugh is the okay. exhalation. Oh, okay. you like the That's what gets the very dry bony. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, Vincent, is that you? You sound just like him. Yes, it is me. I don't know. <laughs> he thought me slain, you but thought it is me you slain. who was dead. <laughs> I watched um, Edward Scissorhands the other day. Oh, I've never seen that. It's on Hulu <gasps> at the moment. It's a good movie. I can't hear you. <laughs> I watched Edward Scissorhands the other day. That is a lot better. It's a good movie. <laughs> I cried because it's one of my favorites. I don't know why I'm talking like fucking. I don't know. It's been a <laughs> weird year. Um, <laughs> just want to eat my popcorn. Man. So I, I went back through all of our past episodes because I wanted to start like logging like all the recommendations that we make, and I realized something that we had like in some slasher movies talked about like our favorite kill, and we like really stopped doing oh that. Yeah. And I think this this is an appropriate movie to talk right. about a favorite kill. Did we talk about it in this episode? Uh, I don't think so. Well, I'd like to say um, shout out to James A. Janice. Oh yeah, Dead Meat. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this I don't want to like keep it on in every episode, but I I think that this is definitely a movie that warrants right, a favorite one, kill. Yeah, I, I like physically need him to do this movie. Oh, I wonder if he has. I don't know. I don't know. Right? This is such a deep cut. It's I don't yeah. like if you go. There's so little out there. Like even. I hesitate to call like horror movie review sites scholarship because they don't need any more inflation. <laughs> but, yeah. But like you can find you can't find much on this like yeah. much material. Right. Shame. Yeah. It's a couple of blogs that like have obviously gone through several site conversions since like <laughs> 2004. Yeah. So, so that's why we're doing it. <laughs> what was your favorite kill? I think mine was the beheading. The beheading. I, yeah. I that whole scene was just great. Yeah. It was very comical. And that was Trollius and Cressida. Right. Yes. I loved it. Wait, was that? Wait, no, no that was a uh, Cymbeline. Cymbeline, yes, the weird, the, the, the Shakespeare's deep cut. Yeah. I like, I liked the execution of how they got in there. I liked how they, the procedure and how like unnecessarily extravagant they were with their surgical outfits and everything. Right. And then like I liked the reveal in the morning to the wife. It was like all great. It was super. It would have been terrifying to live through. <laughs> well, I value your opinion. You're wrong because the best <sighs> kill in this movie is um the hair parlor one <laughs> <laughs> i should have known when he's dra- obviously it's the best one where he is um you know butch from perry sorry from gay perry yeah you're right i think i was like kind of zoned out during that one so i didn't really Does he electrocutes her right yeah yeah, yeah. with That's one like, of the hair thing the yeah. dryers maybe not the best death but it was my favorite scene in the movie so that scene led default. to a marriage led to a long <laughs> fruitful marriage between the two so she wanted some butch <laughs> don't we all didn't they say the girls like butch and they do <laughs> coral brown does 
<laughs> that was her name, IRL. Oh Coral Brown was the two colors. Name? Yeah, Coral. Cor- yeah, two wow. colors. Wow. And they go together. Do they? Uh, do they really? When you're like 12 and wearing gauchos, that's like Neapolitan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not cosmopolitan, <laughs> nor metropolitan. I don't. I said when you're 12 and wearing gauchos. <laughs> I'll show you some gaucho pics from my day. It's Ooh, fucking can't horrible. I don't know if I have a favorite because there are so many good kills. Because, like, drowning someone in a barrel of wine is great. <laughs> um, <laughs> doing a play and then cutting someone's heart out while during the play, that's fucking great. I don't know. Like, my first thought was the very last one, which wasn't actually a kill because he didn't die. But, like, I like the contraption thing that was just slowly going into his eyes. So that was cool. But, yeah, the this movie just is filled with great kills. Matt, do you have a favorite? I think um, I'll probably go with Charlius and Cressida. Uh, the horse one? Yeah, where he basically stabs a guy in the heart with a spear and then while they're having a funeral for one of the other critics, <laughs> ties the guy he just killed's body oh. to a horse. Right. And, like, so they just finished putting to rest someone who was stabbed to death. And then this horse, like, rolls up with, like, why isn't our friend here? Right. And the horse, like, <laughs> and, like comes through with their friend with a friggin' spear coming now, out of him. Can you imagine your funeral getting upstaged like that? I, I would be pissed. That's the real crime. <laughs> I, what a selfish suicide that would be. <laughs> <laughs> I almost picked that as my favorite Noting death. <laughs> um, but something about the surgery surgery really gets Surgery me. was such a, l- a fun scene. Yeah. I but think I yeah, go ahead. The 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 horse one definitely is more dramatic to me and I like I'm I'm pulled to Well, it. they zoom out like Vincent Price is there wearing like a fake beard and he's the <laughs> grave digger. He was citing yeah, that monologue yeah. to himself. And, and everyone's like, we don't recognize the sound of this man's voice and then he's doing the monologue and the horse just comes down and Oh, and then of course his daughter Diana Rigg slash stage manager slash right everybody, all the actresses. Was, yeah, they were. She was the, just everyone in the everyone in the movie was there. Yeah, all of the actors, um, except for the homeless people. Yeah, right. street people. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the the their, his troop of actors. Mm-hmm. I think I've talked about this before, but there's this ad that plays near nationwide for like upcoming concerts and whatever, and there's one about Josh Groban. Sorry, sorry for spoiling it, but the ad starts, it's basically like the most unmistakable voice, the world's most unmistakable voice. And I'm like, oh, who could it be? And it's fucking Josh Groban. <laughs> and um, a for a while, fifties. <laughs> I don't even think I could pick Josh Groban out of a lineup, but that's just I a whole can, other thing. The I most unmistakable voice, voice of a generation. Exactly. Like you're thinking like Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> <laughs> that was my initial thought. But now I'm thinking Vincent Price. Yeah. Vincent Price is up there. Oh, I feel like Gilbert Gottfried might be, have Vincent Price beat. It just gets voice. to me. My dad even had the same thought. We were, like, I, I first saw it at the Jackets game, and mm-hmm. I asked my mom, I was like, this is some bullshit. And she's like, I know, because whatever. I was like, hey, Dad, who do you think the most unmistakable voice of a generation is? Because I told my mom, it's like, it's Gilbert Gottfried. And she's like, no, it's not. It's Ben Folds. My dad said ben Gilbert Folds. Gottfried. <laughs> <Who's> that? <laughs> He's like Josh Groban light. Yeah. Ben Folds does have a great voice. Like No, I do. They all have great voices. <laughs> well, um, there's an episode of Community where he just has a cameo, and I recognized him by his voice before I 
before I recognized this face. I literally just watched that episode, so, and I was like, oh my god, that's Ben Folds. <laughs> yeah. Why the fuck does everyone know who Ben Folds is? He's I know because of him. So this that's your voice of a generation, yeah. Harish. Harish shot me who Ben Folds <laughs> Locking that in. I wouldn't say that. The most recognizable <laughs> voice on earth, Ben Folds. <laughs> you heard it here first. I actually had another thought that was kind of weird. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, for me, it would be like Paul Tompkins or something, because like, I listen to podcasts where... You know. Oh yeah, I could see that. Or point. Jason Manzukis would be a very recognizable voice for me. My life. Yeah. But. <sighs> but is it more recognizable than Gilbert Gottfried? No. You know he was on SNL. I forget that, but he was like as a cast member. Yes. <gasps> a lot of people were on for like a season. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. was oh also God. a cast member. Um, what's her? Oh gosh, what's what's her name? She she's won four hundred thousand Emmys for Veep. Julia oh, Louis-Dreyfus. Louis yeah, yeah she that. like did one season, I think, and was done. Sarah Silverman also was a one and yeah. done. Janine Garofalo like was on there and like barely made an impact, but she was like one of the biggest stand-ups in the 90s. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Sarah Silverman had like a really messy fallout with uh, SNL or something. Yeah, Anyways. she's doing fine. <laughs> she's fine. She's good. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, back to the movie. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Are there any other thoughts that we had? Well, I'll just say... um. About the episode as well. I I gave it a seven. Molly, you gave it an eight. No, I gave it a ten. You gave it a ten. Matt I, gave it I a gave nine. It you gave it an eight. I think Hirsch I was nine. It. Yeah, so we uh, seven, eight, nine, ten. Wow. 11, 12. <laughs> Thank you, Molly. You're welcome. So, I can't count. Uh, so <laughs> fuck is that, Matt? <laughs> I had a Snapchat that came up and I didn't it didn't show it as a video and I was like, what's Zach up to? <laughs> yeah. Um. So what are do you guys agree with the number that you gave it i i stand by my seven yeah i'm good with eight yeah i think i could possibly go down to like eight an eight and a half just because it's not the most accessible film yeah that's true but molly's upset i am this is movie is a 10 that's good it's, it's just so it's, fun. It's, it's 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 great it, it's good it's free on youtube <laughs> as <laughs> most of his films are <laughs> so vincent price is great for a budget date night and your date's gonna be like wow they're so cultured like <laughs> This is like a movie. If they were playing this at a drive-in, like oh hell oh, yeah, I would perfect. take someone. It's a perfect, perfect date for a drive-in. Right. You could watch this, then you could you know slip your hands in each other's pants in the front seat of your Pontiac. <laughs> Did you? Do you guys have any uh, more recommendations? Go watch House on Haunted Hill if you really like that. Then go for the more deep cut Vincent Price. Like Mask of the Red Death is also really good. That's on YouTube. They're all on YouTube. Um, if you like that kind of campy stuff, what what's like some good modern campy horror? Mm. Modern campy horror. I watched this. Like, uh, you might be the killer. Was fine. I fell yeah, asleep during that. It was, parts it was of it okay. were good. Parts of it were shit. I don't remember it. Overall, not a bad movie. I wouldn't put that in the same category as this. Though. What about like Cabin in the Woods? Yeah, I think that's it, it's it's fun. Yeah. Um. I don't know if there's a movie of it. There probably is, but the book Ten Little Indi- Indians by Agatha Christie um, has a similar vibe to this because, like, they're all people who are like kind. It's it's a bunch of people who um, get invited to this island, and then they uh, they each get murdered one by one. Um, and it's based on this rhyme. There's a rhyme that's like Ten Little mm-hmm. Indians, blah, blah blah, and then it's each one dies in a similar way to how the someone dies in the poem. Oh, um, never heard of it. Yeah. It was like re-releases uh, oh. and then there were none. Yeah, it was re-released as and then there were none. Um, oh, I've heard of that. 
yeah so uh i would suggest that book it's a pretty good book um the book was re-released as indian there yeah like yeah because it's 10 little indians is referencing native americans yeah so. um but yeah i think there's a movie version but i haven't seen it i guess a sim another one like house house on Halt- haunted hill is similar to where they're like uh, all invited together and get murdered one by one. And Clue. Clue I was literally was thinking, like, how have we not talked yeah. about okay. Clue? How, here's something that is fascinating. Did you know that um, Deborah Hill, the pioneering you know, female producer of yes. Halloween, also pushed really hard. It was her idea to adapt Clue. Oh, wow. There's, there was a beautiful mind. profile of her in the New York Times this past weekend. Um, that goes into depth, and she had her hand in a lot of like really great movies that huh. we weren't previously aware of. I'm gonna wow. pick her up in my Pontiac. Pick, pick up. <laughs> well, you're gonna need a shovel. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! I didn't know. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> we love, we love you, Deborah. <laughs> well, we thank you because Clue is one of the greatest movies of all time ever made. I've still never seen Clue. You out, Matt. Clues. It's just so never good. come up. I'm. It's what? I think it's this is the most shocking thing I've ever heard about you. You never seen Clue? I've never seen Clue. No, I read the Wikipedia. Uh, it's not the same, but uh, highly recommended. <laughs> oh my god! It's really good. It's like the exact so you type know, of camp that's just the you know perfect amount. No, not really. I mean, I read it once when everyone was like, "It's a, it's a cult classic," and so I read the Wikipedia and I was like, "Sounds like it." Uh, something I heard on a podcast. Uh, they were talking about Clue, and they were saying. Um, you know when you're scrolling through Netflix, like trying to find something to watch, and you can't figure out what you're in the mood for? Clue is the movie that you're in the mood I for. I just looked oh. it up though; yeah. it doesn't stream anywhere. But uh. if you're like me, have it on DVD yeah. just in case the mood strikes. Oh, I, I, this is the. There are two movies that I was thinking that were campy that are '80s movies. Like, there's a whole bunch of campy '80s horror movies. I don't think there's a lot of campy horror movies nowadays. Mm-mm. Contemporaneously, right. there's not as much out there. Everything's like self-referential now. Well, and if it's out and it's campy, it's usually because it's super low budget and they decided to just go very funny and like third. Right. Like I, slice. Yeah, I, I like. I've seen yeah. some campy horror movies at festivals and stuff. And by festivals, <laughs> I'm not gonna promo them. Um, <laughs> but I mean a certain one, and they're very. <laughs> They're just very small <laughs> independent films about. that you don't really. There's no. They don't have marketing teams. You don't hear right. about them. But um, oh, I, so I was gonna say Blood Diner, which is great. It was actually meant to be a sequel to Blood Feast, and then they lost like the licensing battle, so they just changed the name and like literally it's a replay of Blood Feast, okay. but in a diner. And then Motel Hell. Ooh. Motel Hell, I think, is streaming on Amazon Prime. It is a total blast. It's a farmer and his weird, possibly incestuous sister, and they sell beef jerky that is, of course, you know, made of people. Ooh. Oh, perfect. It's so fun. And they grow people like plants in a cornfield. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm interested. How? D- <laughs> well, I guess we have to watch the movie to find out. No. Yeah. Not on this podcast. You know that, right? Like, like I'm really afraid of oh, X. Yeah. 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 So we can't um, do raw. No, we can't. Nope. Can't do raw. Nope. Uh, That's okay. I have like a really hard time with Texas Chainsaw too. Really? For that reason. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Especially like the sequels where they get into the whole like yeah. how they feed oh, the chili competition in the second one really hurts me. Shut up. Not you, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Um 
yeah, so I, I haven't guess... seen any of the Texas Chainsaw sequels. Yeah, me neither. I've only seen only the original. The yeah. Blood Diner would be really fun. I Well, wait, never mind. I think that also is uh, Why are all my movies about like people eating people? Matt, eating do you need to yeah. tell Wait, us is something? Blood Diner also specifically about people who are unaware that they're ingesting other people? Yes. It's a it's a more minor part cuz right. the actual plot is like that they have to do they have to do that to summon some like interdimensional Egyptian god. All right. Okay. So like it's kind of a backstory. <laughs> like it's more like a joke they make throughout the movie than it is a, a key part. Right. That's the worst episode. Those are the two worst episodes of Criminal Minds too. Oh where, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking the about. The finding the one and then Mm-mm. also where he like takes his like dead wife's head and brings it to the restaurant he works at and puts it in people's food. I don't think I've seen that one. That is the episode that like I, I told you, you I had yeah. a break. Yeah. In reality. <laughs> Thanks, Criminal Minds. <laughs> oh, my God. Criminal Minds is the reason my mother and I have a strained relationship. <laughs> I'm going to call Matthew Gray Goobler right now. Is his la- wait, is his last name pronounced Goobler? I don't know. Maybe it's it Goobler. Is, is it Goobler? I think it is. Yeah, that's how I've heard it said. What a goofy Goobler. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Watching that show was so fun because I like would have sex with anyone on it, even the killers <laughs> most of the time. What about Mandy Patinkin? Um, didn't he like, I mean, he's a great actor. I thought I remembered he like had something where there was like a tape of him, like accosting somebody. Am I making that up? I I have no idea. I don't know Uh, enough about him. Can someone who's good at Photoshop edit, um, his face onto the, all the boys love Mandy Lane poster, but instead it says all the boys boys love Mandy Lane on it right now. (laughs) That could, that could get like 13 retweets. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're going for here. All right. Should we uh, wrap it up? I think. Yeah. Matt, do you have any final plugs you'd like to do? So, yes. My final plug is that Mandy Patinkin, it turns out, <laughs> in 2013, <laughs> he had an... God damn it, I'm out of free New York Times articles. <laughs> uh, I hate that. Oh, my God. Here, that's so do you need annoying. me to pull it up? I don't read. No, I'm going to copy the link and go incognito. Hell yeah. yeah. But sometimes sometimes they'll say to me, please open an incognito tab. Like, they catch me. Um, Sorry, one second. But anyways, I just want to know what he did now. We're all like, I I need to know this too. It was the fifth take, or maybe the seventh, or maybe the ninth. Blah 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 blah. So it was sh- he was while filming Homeland. Mandy Patinkin was talking to a new hire. And do 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 do. My God, what a! I don't need all this exposition. This I is why they're they're hate, failing. I hate journalism. For failing this New York Times. This is why I get all my news from BuzzFeed. Yes. Because they show you lots they of do. pictures and just straightforward with it. one line. They make it easy to understand. <laughs> and you can read for. about James Charles and whatever the fuck is going on with the garbage Boom. spill. Right there. It's awesome. It's the best combination of news, but it's also the worst. Have we found the deets? I'm going to his Wikipedia page and looking at... I'm so sorry you have to... You can find it. It's anything. not even under controversy because oh it <gasps> must have been such a minor thing. Wait, he has he got into he got into some type of verbal slash maybe physical altercation while filming Homeland in 2015, and that's all we can find. But I see, I, I this was His not a false memory. Well, what was Claire Danes doing during all of this? Crying. <laughs> yeah, p- practicing crossing her eyes while crying. She wanted another Emmy. <laughs> I've never seen Homeland. Me neither. I probably will never. It's watch fine. Homeland. It's fine. I mean, Homeland is. I don't know. It's fine. So. Matt, do you have any other oh, plugs yeah. that uh, are not no. Homeland? Mandy no, no, but I am. Um, before I leave Columbus, this is really fun. M- my last book show, I think, is like June 14th or whatever the second Friday is. And I'm doing 
a horror movie like comedy piece that I I made like a year ago where I am a I'm the instructor for like a couch to 5k program for middle-aged women yes and I'm like we're doing yoga to warm up yoga and stretches but we're doing it to horror movie soundtracks (laughs) and that's like all but basically I get possessed over the course of it and there's like a lot of fake blood and stuff it's like one of my favorite things to do (gasps) so I'm so excited that's amazing where where is that of course is it cafe Kerouac oh (laughs) that's where I was visioning it whenever you were describing it perfect and then when did you say no June it's okay um if you if you are really like listening uh Quinn you can (laughs) yeah I'll post about it. I'm sure June 5th <laughs> or something. Anyway, uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, anything else? Nothing. Molly, what kind of car do you drive? I drive a 2009 Pontiac Vibe with a bumper sticker on the back that has a possum on it, and it says, "I'll break for him." And with yeah. that, and I will. <laughs> we leave you and join us on the next episode. Watch this fucking movie. You. You're next. Yes. We're watching. You're next with uh with uh our roommate. Field Hawthorne. Winfield Hawthorne. Okay. That's it. Bye. Bye.